0: when I met my, my wife, Crystal, you know, which was about 15 years ago, she used to say things like, Oh, you'd be great in public office. And I'm like, absolutely (laughs) not. She
1: was the one saying (laughs) she said,
0: she used to say that to me. And it just wasn't something that I personally thought I would be good at. When I had a friend of mine come and ask me, Hey, the seat for district 21 is going to be open. Would you consider running? And I was like, No, absolutely, and so hard pass. Yeah, hard pass on that one. And uh, but you know, she said the most dangerous words that ever get said was, "Would you just consider praying about it?" Right? (laughs) And I was like, "Sure, yeah, I'll pray about it." (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Please go away. Yeah, please go away. (laughs) Um, And so it was kind of through that though of actually taking time to actually bring it before the Lord and praying about Mm it that as I was praying about it, I was like, "Oh, crud! I (laughs) think I might actually be called. I might be
2: called to do this." Hey everybody, thank you once again for joining us for the Jacob Sheriff podcast. We're really excited about this episode. We get to interview one of our friends, Cody Maynard, who is now the official next Oklahoma State Representative for District 21. And uh, part of your story uh, of how that came to be is one of the, is the primary reason we wanted to invite you on this episode. Um, just before we get into that, uh, we would love it if you take a minute to like, comment, subscribe, share, uh, and if you uh, find anything in this podcast helpful, just let us know. We want to hear from you. Um, before uh, before we get straight into the interview, uh, if you haven't already, we've done two episodes this season, and I feel like this story is going to kind of flow right out of those. So if if you've missed those two episodes for this season so far, go back and listen to those. Uh, We did one on the challenge of change uh, and then one on endurance. And uh, now we're going to get to brass tacks of how that actually (laughs) plays out in real life. And not just
3: in our lives, in the lives of someone, a family who has done really hard things and has made a lot of changes and had to endure a lot of things in a very unique uh scenario that uh most of us aren't ever going to feel so it yeah. this is how these principles uh act in real time in in someone's life doing doing what the lord's called them to do so cody
2: if you could just kind of give everybody a little bit of background who are you um I- why do? Why should we care what you have to say? No, no. just let let us know. Kind of, you're back for like a year and a half. Yeah. He's so. like, I know, I know how to talk about myself now. It's yeah. part of it.
0: Well, but. I'm Cody Maynard. I'm a CPA. So my background, you know, I've been uh, actually employed at Victor Life Church for 12 years, and uh you know, accounting is kind of my natural default skill set. So I'm mm-hmm. very introverted. So. Um, a lot of this was very outside my wheelhouse, you know, yeah. knowing that I was going to run for office meant I had to talk to a lot of people, uh, <laughs> do things like this, interviews, be, be in front of crowds. And uh, I'll just tell you, you know, those are those moments when sometimes the Lord asks things of you that your first answer is no, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not yeah. uh, and Jacob got to sit with me through some of this because I, I did come to him after I was like, Jacob, I, I think I'm supposed to run for office. And um, th- those were kind of sobering words to have to say out loud to somebody because yeah, mm-hmm. um for those of you who don't know me you know this was not something that was ever in my five-year plan or 10-year <laughs> career or path, career at all. path. You're right <laughs> you know those are those things of you know when i met my my wife crystal you know which was about 15 years ago she used to say things like oh you'd be great in public office and i'm like absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> so um, she was
1: the one saying it. <laughs> yeah she said
0: she used to say that to me and um it just wasn't something that I personally thought I would be good at. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you can discount a lot of those things. And so um, when I had a friend of mine come and ask me, hey, the seat for District 21 is going to be open. You know, the, the current person in there, their term's over. Would you consider running? And I was like, no. absolutely." You know? and so, hard pass. Yeah, hard pass on that one. And uh, But, you know, she said the most dangerous words that ever get said was, well, would you just consider praying about it? Right. <laughs>
1: And I was like, sure, yeah, I'll pray about it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Please go away. Yeah, please go away.
0: And so it was kind of through that, though, of actually taking time to actually bring it before the Lord and praying about Mm it, that as I was praying about it, I was like, oh, crud, I (laughs) think I might actually be called, I might be called to do this. And so that's kind of how I got into this. And Mm -hmm. I will, you know, a phrase I gave to Crystal, my wife, way back then, is I would just say, you know, I, because I'll tell you this, I knew Conversations in town about other people being asked and considered to to mm-hmm. run for the, the seat. I'm like, that person would be great. Yes, mm-hmm. choose that person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I'd always I, I joked with her and with some of my friends, some of you guys, to saying that I know I wasn't God's first choice, but I will be His last <laughs> because I will say yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. so that's just kind of always been our commitment as a family mm-hmm. is that we're gonna do what God asks us to do, and we're not gonna make our decisions based upon finances or yeah. based upon what makes us comfortable? It's that thing of if God says yes, mm-hmm. and if we do, you know, we, we seek counsel and wisdom right. to determine, yeah. is this a real yes? But if he says yes, we're in. Mm-hmm. And that's where I kind of came to Jacob going, <laughs> please say no to this. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> submit
0: Submit this to counsel and to friends and to mm-hmm. wisdom. But mm-hmm. um, it was those things knowing, I mean, honestly, like this was a long shot. Right. Mm-hmm. This was not. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I I was not probably the person on anyone's list to think this person's going to make it through to office. Yeah. Um. And you know, those are those things that I, I'd have people at church come up to me like, "Hey, I'm praying for you." Just have I have, have the word David and Goliath over you, right?
1: <laughs> and I, I'm yeah. like, oh, great. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: You know, I know what the challenge before me was. And, and I'll tell you, I mean, that, that race for me was close. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. 68 votes was my certified count. For wow. and, like that was a close a wow. close one, but a win's mm-hmm. a win. Yeah, um, But just through those processes, there's a lot of uh, putting feet to your faith. Yeah. And this is where a lot of the stuff you've talked about, running your race with endurance, mm-hmm. um, things are easy to start out in the beginning. It's all mm-hmm. exciting, but it's really when you have to go knock, couple thousand doors Mm -hmm. uh, that you start questioning what you're doing Mm -hmm. um and so it really you know what i really came down to some of the the biggest challenges and i'll give you a chance to ask me questions and (laughs) us politicians we talk you just keep going uh we'll keep That's so funny
3: now you're saying us politicians i I don't
0: even like the term legislator (laughs) there you go legislate i don't like politician yes (laughs) um but just some of the things that kind of learning through this process was there's a moment of prayer and consideration, but then there's a moment where you have to put action to your faith. Faith mm-hmm. without works is dead, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so to believe you're called to something but not to take all the corresponding steps to yeah. walk it out, mm-hmm. um, it's useless. Like, I could be called all day long, uh, but I have to actually answer the call mm-hmm. and and then put feet to my faith. Mm-hmm. And so um, with that, I'll, I'll stop talking for a second and let you all <laughs> ask some
2: questions. But, okay. Well, I just, I think this is, like, this is like the perfect story to follow up the last oh, yeah. couple episodes that uh, we recorded because that so much of of what you're talking about is that process that we all go through in trying to respond in obedience to to God, whatever it is He's called us to do, um, and if we're to grow and not remain in our comfort zones and remain, you know, we're at, at the place where you say you know we our life actually gets smaller when we remain in our comfort zone the only way to grow or what do you say hundred percent 100 percent
3: of your growth is outside your comfort outside zone.
2: your comfort zone um you have to actually leave
3: <laughs> or of the Chaldees
2: you actually yeah. have to leave your comfort zone and take a step out into that so what was your first step outside of your comfort zone in this process
0: we'll be right back
3: Have you ever wondered what's at the root of homelessness?
0: I used to try to describe it to my husband that um, I said, I feel like I'm in
3: this big spider web and I'm stuck in there. And how wraparound approaches at missions aim to make a difference?
2: It's the things like that, the people who communicated that in spite of my rough edges, that they authentically cared about me.
3: On The Restorers Podcast, we'll talk to experts, investigate current issues, share stories, and give you an inside look at how we at Water Street Mission tackle issues related to homelessness and poverty every single day. Join us by searching Restorers wherever you find your podcasts.
0: Uh, I mean, my my first one, honestly, I called a group of my close friends together and just said, hey, I want all of you to come to my house because Crystal and I feel like I'm led to do this and I don't want to do it without talking to you guys first. And mm-hmm. so... Um, that was step one you know telling about 30 people going i think i'm going to run for office and i want you all to be here (laughs) and you know it was great they prayed for me um gave gave me words that were needed you Mm -hmm. know needed in those moments and that was actually my that was my real launch right it was actually Mm -hmm. that was my launch point uh was with a close group of family and friends that Mm -hmm. could really pray over me and my family so um that was kind of the starting out and then after that you know i went to a a training, just kind of like, you know, how do you be a legislator? What things do I need to know? Which, you know, that was terrifying. You know, you go to that stuff and you're like, I'm that person I would get a syllabus in like college or school and like I can't do all of this. This is way (laughs) too much. Um, But you just got to start, right? You start somewhere and take Mm -hmm. steps. And so kind of started there. And I just remember, you know, when we're talking about being in in your comfort zone or out of your comfort zone, I was driving in my car still in this season where I was praying this through like, you know, do I – I still have a chance to back out, right? Like, this isn't final.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. I've told my friends, but I can also tell them, nope, God said right. no. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm
0: not public yet. Right. Like, I can, mm-hmm. I can back out of this. Um, so I was driving in my car and I was just talking to God. And I was like, you know, I really want to know you more. And I just, I, I don't know how I'd ever say it. I never hear like the audible voice, voice of God, but I just had this thought hit me, you know, those moments like I know this is the Holy Spirit. And it just said, you know, all of me that you're going to know inside your comfort zone. Mm hmm. But if you mm. want to find more of me, you are only going to find me out there. Mm. And so it was that moment where I was like, "Oh, Ouch. yeah." Um, and so it's just that challenge from God of like, if you want to find me, you are going to have to come out here. Mm, and wow. so it's just those moments where was uh,
3: oceans playing in the? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but
0: it would have been appropriate, um, you and it call really, me out yeah, yeah. And I will say though, you know, through the process, and and this is where. You have to balance everything out with wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I can't, we don't have time to probably do all of that here today, but I want people to know that, I mean, I've walked out my, my life with the Lord. This was not a just a moment where I just went out on a whim. Yeah, um, I've spent my lifetime studying his word, listening to sermons, praying, learning to hear his voice. And so mm-hmm. um, those are those moments where I know I heard him. Mm-hmm. And so um, being certain in those things of every time I've, in this whole process, I've stepped out my comfort zone and I haven't been in my Mm -hmm. comfort zone for it feels like a year and a half now.
3: (laughs) Well I mean it was so, you know, the the runoff election, so you you had the primary election, which was in uh June of twenty twenty two. And uh if you don't get fifty percent of the votes, which there were four candidates Um, you have to go to a runoff with the top two. And that was in August, 2022. So it was, I want to say it was spring 2021 when we were having a conversation. Yes. So, I mean, it is a year and a half of (laughs) like from the early signs of you praying this through to, to now is over a year and a half. And I dare say you haven't been in your comfort zone more or less at all no and but i will say on the plus side when i listen to you
0: in sermons i don't feel like i have to dodge because i'm not doing what i'm supposed <laughs> to be doing
1: like, hey amen yeah and i'm there I'm sometimes there.
0: you're in church like oh i really should be doing that other times i'm like i'm there i'm there no problem <laughs> yeah gotcha That's uh, check yeah <laughs> but you know the the crazy thing as you take those faith steps mm-hmm. um some of the other verses that were critical to me is uh, i believe it's the second corinthians I think 12, verse 9, where God's talking to Paul, mm-hmm. my faith is sufficient for mm-hmm. you. Go in, like, in my, your own weakness is mm-hmm. where I'm made strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can just tell you, I've had so many moments going like, Lord, I don't actually have the natural capability to, yeah. do, to do these things, to do what's asked of me. And uh, his grace and those, and I can't explain it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's moments, I'm, I am nervous almost every time before I've gotten on a stage, before mm-hmm. I've had to do debates. Um, but then when I get up there, like even at the I God's never late, but he mm-hmm. will wait till the last moment. <laughs> it's like Gandalf.
1: Gandalf <laughs> he arrives
3: precisely when he means to. <laughs> I was
0: gonna resist the quote, but
3: yeah. uh, Oh no, no don't we've, resist. We've yeah. cultivated at least enough listeners to mm-hmm. get moderately familiar with some Oh uh, well,
0: well great. Well then I'll I'll give a good frodo quote with there it you go. that uh I I said to my wife the other, other day where I was like why did this ring have to come to me? (laughs) Would would that it could go to any other? Um, But, you know, in those moments, like, you feel your heart rate go up. Mm-hmm. Those moments where anxiety hot, you're like, oh, my, mm-hmm. you're nervous. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally step up and grab the mic, and that stuff stops. Mm-hmm. And a coherent sentence comes out. You know, <laughs> you listen later, and you're like, thank you, Lord, that, yes. that made sense. Um, but even in Every uh, Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday <laughs> but, you know, you still can't mistake. There's the natural reaction your body has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even for, like, I mean, I've, I spent hours literally sitting in my sunroom, to rehearse a five-minute speech mm-hmm. right and so it's like i've learned there's still preparation i have to yeah. do mm-hmm. i can't just wing it
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i've learned it, there's still my own weakness right like i'm mm-hmm. still nervous and mm-hmm. when you get nervous that stuff can leave in an instant right Absolutely. you can have that moment where you're going i have no clue what i'm about to say mm-hmm. um <laughs> but it, what i've found to be amazing is god's grace is sufficient to partner with you mm-hmm. of of going like in the moment those things come back and you know I've had him Calm me down, where I can speak coherently, and so um, even in fundraising, my goodness, mm-hmm. um, asking people for money, not my not my thing.
3: <laughs> and you so, can account for it extremely
0: absolutely. well. Absolutely, I'll tell you where, for it where every penny went. But asking for it's a whole other thing. And so you know, just to see you know to watch his faithfulness. So mm-hmm. I mean, through this political campaign, I had probably close to one hundred forty thousand dollars spent against me. You know, people running uh, groups funding them. You know, I personally had probably about fifty to sixty thousand that I had available. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're we're over the double mark, right? Mm-hmm. That money being spent against me. You know, just stuff going like this. I'm not a I'm not a known person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have all the finances and funding that are backing other people. Um, so it's like, I know if I'm going to win this, like, yes, mm-hmm. I have to do my part. And mm-hmm. those are those things of like just because god calls me i know it doesn't guarantee anything mm-hmm. he, his purposes you know i mean i've I've got to go pray over people at their doors mm-hmm. some of my favorite encounters is you know and i don't want to name names but i got to meet a lady who she was going she had lost her husband during covid she was going through cancer treatment mm-hmm. and i knocked her door because you know just doing yep. the political thing go knock doors and tell people who you are um, and just have that moment where where i was like i need to pray for her Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, can I pray for you? Because she's still behind her screen door. I know Mm -hmm. she's got, you know, cancer, and she's going through chemotherapy, and I know, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to be sensitive to that. Um, But I was like, can I pray for you? So she stepped out. She came out her door. I put put my hand on her, prayed for her. And at the end, she goes, where do you go to church? And I said, "Victory Life Church. And she said, that's my church. (laughs) She said, I haven't been able to go in three years. And I got to see her back at church about two weeks ago. Oh, Oh, my goodness. So it's really, you know, those are those moments of like, I had some of those times where I'm like, even if I didn't win, yeah, um, there's still been some great moments really so like things, yeah. that I got to connect with people, and so you, I never presume to understand all of God's purposes. Mm-hmm. All I know to do is to run and do the last thing He told me, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like He told yeah. me to run, and so you know I've knocked thousands of doors, and i did it, and it was 112 degrees, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. those are those things that what I want to encourage people to is in, in running your race with endurance, is that. You, like, did I feel like it? No, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I was like, "I'm tired. Like, I don't (laughs) Mm want to go out today." You know, I've I've worked my my regular day job this week. Mm -hmm. I've knocked doors every night. I've knocked doors all day Saturday. It's Sunday, and I'm going to go back out today, and I don't want to. and those are those, you know, I had m- multiple moments where I'm like, will this actually matter? You're like, yeah. is this going to actually sway the vote? Well, there was 68 vote difference, so I'm, I'm guessing it Absolutely, it, it matters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But those are those moments where I know I, I will do what I can do in the natural, and I have to believe God to do what yeah. he can do in the supernatural. Yeah. And you can't, I don't have to say this nicely, you can't just sit back and pray.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you
0: do need to pray. Mm-hmm. But you have to add into that corresponding action, and yeah. that's where, you know, I want to put a, a little prod out to the church. Of, I've heard a lot of words go out about a third grade awakening. Mm-hmm. What's important to me is what I have learned if you look at like the story of Moses God had a word for them of your promised land mm-hmm. he had to wait for a generation that was willing to carry the word yeah and so my my challenge is will we be the generation that's going to carry Pray the, the word? word yeah like and so for me to get called out you know there you know you've heard the seven mountains of culture so like politics is one the church doesn't usually want to touch right um and so we're not going to see a third great awakening unless the church invades every area of our culture Mm -hmm. we have to take those things back over and be the church we have to be light in the darkness so i think that's kind of my if i get one chance to kind of prod the church a little (laughs) bit right now is that um you need to put action to your faith whatever you're praying for if you're not doing something Mm -hmm. to help see that prayer come to fruition i want to challenge you to go do something Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. If, I'll throw that out there, Jacob. You can
1: pasture that later. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's,
3: and that's what I I think was encouraging about this whole thing. Again, you, you and Crystal's awareness that like God's calling you was not was not a guarantee, right? Um, and uh, you do operate in the prophetic, and there's things that you sense confirming inside of you uh, that uh, you can see some things that is in the future but none of that is guaranteed there was no guarantee and uh, in this case even speaking about endurance I mean you guys worked your tail ends off to get to the the primary election which is in late June And uh, the hope was not victory. It was to get 50% right. plus because then it's over. Right, um, And then the sacrifices that you guys have made as a family, you can enjoy a summer. And we were at that watch party yep. and it's looking like you're winning, but can we get to that? And it was 42%, 41%, 41, yeah. 41%. And it's like you won, but with 41%. Mm-hmm. Right and so there's like what you thought was a finish line was like a lap oh yeah (laughs) I'll tell you
0: we had a staff one of our staff huddles where we all meet together Mm -hmm. and so one of my coworkers she came up to me she's like I have a word for you it was before the the primary Mm -hmm. round one in June so she's like God's saying it's a marathon not a sprint and I was like I rebuke you (laughs) get me behind me absolutely I'm like like, she means the whole journey is a marathon (laughs) not this Um, particular one and you know I definitely had those moments of like like I'm, bel- like, I'm believing for a f- an out- outright win, mm-hmm. um, and I'm pushing hard for it, and mm-hmm. you didn't get it, and I had to walk through disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, like I had a good probably two to three weeks where, man, I just, mm-hmm. my spirits were down, mm-hmm. and I still had to go knock doors. Mm-hmm. You know, those moments of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like
2: <laughs> vote for me, yeah. please.
0: <laughs> but that's where I will tell you, though, like still where the grace of the Lord showed up mm-hmm. is when I knocked the first door. Mm -hmm. Not until, not before then, not Mm -hmm. when I'm driving up my driveway, driveway, like, you know, you drive your 20 minutes to the neighborhood and you knock the first door and grace shows up Mm -hmm. and you know, four and five hours later, you're like, oh wow, okay, I'm done uh, for the day. Mm -hmm. And so when sometimes it's nine hours, (laughs) but, um, but those are still those things of even when I was burnt out in those moments that God's grace still showed up for me. If I would take the steps, if I stayed home, I would feel burnt out the whole day Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's like if I'd go out and knock doors, while I'm knocking doors, His grace is sufficient, and yeah. I still, had to, I still had to walk through just the yeah. the process of some disappointment, mm-hmm. and uh, in that, you know, one of those things that I, I know that God, He pushes us through everything for multiple purposes, mm-hmm. um, and I knew, I knew when I was running the race, I was like. He's developing in me things mm-hmm. that I will need
1: mm-hmm.
0: when I'm in office. And so I, I, when I was, I was approaching that June election, I was like, I had a sense. I was like, you're going to, I'm not going to win this outright because think he needs to finish developing some other things and <laughs> i was
3: like I, those are those things like i'm not gonna even gonna say it out loud yeah because yeah, i don't to yeah. against myself yeah you're not even gonna give satan fodder <laughs> right yeah uh, it's That's like if i if i just keep it in my head then yeah. even yeah. the devil doesn't know he doesn't know what's in my head he only knows what i say out That's loud right. yeah so that, that was my hope i'm like <laughs> if i just don't
0: say it it won't be true. um but you know i will i'll still challenge everybody just just those little words that god gives throughout the way yeah um some of the the verses that were really essential to me was in Judges, just the story of, of Gideon, right? Mm-hmm. So if you kind of read through Judges chapter 6, Gideon's kind of, he meets the Lord on the threshing floor, you know, all these things. And he's like, ah, I'm not equipped for what you're calling me to. I'm, you know, I'm the least in my family, least in mm-hmm. my tribe. And God totally just ignores it, right?
1: <laughs> and he just calls him a mighty man of valor. Uh-huh.
0: You know, like God didn't even give place to his own thoughts that Gideon's having. But the the verse that was so critical to me that I actually I, I said over and over to myself throughout the whole process was God said, go with the strength that you have. Mm. So like the second time Gideon comes back, God that's mm-hmm. God's response is go with the strength you currently have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that's where I've partnered that a lot with 2 Corinthians of in my weakness, he's made strong mm-hmm. with whatever strength you have, though it may be weak.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: If you will go with the strength and go to what God's called you to, that's where his grace is made strong in yeah. you and his sufficiency will show up. And so I over, I I can't tell you how many times I would be in my car driving. I'm like, go with the strength that you have. (laughs) Go with the strength that you have. Um,
1: How did you like walk through that with your family or with your kids, that first primary election? I'm sure your kids were all behind all of this. So what did that look like?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the kids, they have much shorter time horizons than (laughs) adults do. Uh, So. For them, you know, I've been running for 10 years, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. the longest yeah. thing ever, and I'm like, their this whole is, life. Yeah, their whole, yeah. my whole life. Right? <laughs> um, and so uh, it was, it was hard for them, you know, they were disappointed because like, yeah. you know, now dad's got to keep mm. going Go out in, and knocking yeah. doors. So that's, that's kind of what they see and mm-hmm. um, those were hard moments, you know, mm. definitely had a few moments where, you know, one of my children was ha- have to put them to bed where they're crying because. They they miss time with you and mm-hmm. I'm like hey it's just like I give me two more weeks you know mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. that's forever yeah. you know yeah. and so even just pushing endurance in them but what I me and my wife have just tried to reiterate and show them over and over is mm-hmm. that um, we're gonna serve like and it's not always gonna be easy, easy yeah. but these are it's seasons right like yeah. there's gonna be moments where we have to do really hard work and it's gonna be busy and it's gonna be full mm-hmm. um, but God. God reward He will reward us for all those things. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He's like, there's nothing you're going to miss. You're not going to miss out on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want my kids to learn those the value of just following the Lord. And we've walked them through the process like, I don't know the outcome, you mm-hmm. know, of just kind of walk, come door knock with me today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they each did it about once and they discovered it wasn't that fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I think just through those processes with my kids, I really want to show them what it looks like to follow the Lord yeah. As best you know how mm-hmm. yeah and so and you know i think what was really really amazing is watching my own kids constantly pray mm-hmm. that i would win mm-hmm. even though sometimes they don't want me to mm-hmm. like I, I mean my my oldest you know we had conversations what this is going to mean dad's yeah. going to be up in oklahoma city for a few months out of the year and um you know what do you think about that and um, he was having the he's kind of processing yeah, those thoughts and he's like you know he's like, i don't want you to go he said but if god calls you to it you have to do it dad <laughs> that was his response like you have to go yeah, yeah. and so uh those are really important things to so just kind of watch those yeah. moments with your kids where they they process that and you know yeah. they have those moments of i don't want you to go but then i know you mm-hmm. have to go mm-hmm. do this and yeah um That's so good. it's been a hard process on some of that but i think that it's going to be really good for them overall. Like they're going to get to grow up with a different experience of um, mm-hmm. meeting people they never would have met, yeah. you know, yeah. just, uh, I mean, they're going to see things from politics to church, yeah. to business, to all sorts of things. And um, I'm just excited for whatever doors God has for them in the future too. Mm-hmm. Cause for me, a lot of this really came down to, I'm having to make a sacrifice in the short term mm-hmm. for them and for some family time there. But I truly believe if, if we, even as the whole church, don't make some sacrifices right now, yeah. uh, the sacrifices that they're going to have to make yeah. are going to be multiplied. And, yeah. and so it's those things of, it's just like working out. If you work out when you're young and stay healthy, you have a longer life. If you mm-hmm. wait till the end and try to delay, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, working out's more painful. Your mm-hmm. body doesn't respond as well, and it mm-hmm. doesn't have the same effect. And so that to me is like, I I know that in the past we've had generations that have had to make great sacrifices for yeah. us and we've got to live pretty easy because of it. Mm-hmm. But if we don't start making some sacrifices now, the price that our kids and grandkids are going to have to pay, yeah, that, that makes it worth making sometimes that painful sacrifice right now is going, I don't want them to pay the mm-hmm. price that will come yeah. if we don't get our nation back on track and Mm -hmm. get get people back into a moral state of being you know Mm -hmm. you've said it jacob that we're we're entering basically into a Mm post-christian society and uh the effects of that that are you know if you roll it down 40 years Mm -hmm. it's it's going to get worse if we don't recover Mm -hmm. that so Mm -hmm that kind of stuff you have to remind yourself you can't think short term yeah Yeah. it's just like a business investment you can't count the cost of what it's going to cost you next year you have to go what's my outcome in 20 years yeah Yeah. and is that
2: worth
1: the initial initial sacrifice
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: yeah Mm -hmm. we in the last episode we talked about uh how important it is when you're trying to to walk or run with endurance to have a clear picture a clear vision of what it is you're actually running toward and what you're mm-hmm. uh, what you're aiming at, and then you know the the Bible even says that it was for the joy that was set before him that Christ endured, endured. the cross, yeah. despising the shame. And um, for you, what was that that vision, that clear picture? Uh, maybe it's just I won, or <laughs> what is it that that you that that you kept? in the, the forefront of your like mind. Tether, like an yeah, to, mm. to keep pulling you forward even when it was tough.
0: We'll be right back.
1: Are you driven by a desire
2: to create change? Dive into From Passion to Purpose where we unlock the stories of nonprofit trailblazers. Get inspired as leaders
1: share invaluable tips and transformative tales that empower you to make a lasting impact in your community. Tune in and ignite your passion into purpose today.
0: Well, I don't know if I have a real clear answer on it. Some of it came down to, uh, I'm just that person that I don't like to leave anything unfinished. Mm -hmm. So if you know me, like I'll read a book to the end, even if I don't like it because I started it. (laughs) (laughs) And God knows that about me. So. He, he front loads me with words, <laughs> and then sometimes he gets quiet in the middle to see, <laughs> like, will you keep going? Um, so a lot of times that tether has actually been my, my own character. that God's, it, it, That's a gift he gave me, too. Yeah. Um, but it's just that thing of um, the way I am wired is I do not like to quit something I have started. Mm-hmm. And so it's just those things of, like, you know, when I don't want to go knock doors again, when I don't want to do the next event, mm-hmm. it's like you committed to it. And once you say yes, I mean, mm-hmm. some of that I think comes down to just maybe I was taught those things of like a man honors his word, mm-hmm. you know, to his own hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't like the results, <laughs> you said yes, <laughs> yeah. And uh, sometimes those tethers are even um, the people that donated to me, mm-hmm. you know. Had a few moments where I'm like, I could just lose, you know, like <laughs> that wouldn't be such a bad bad outcome, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then it's like that would be a dishonor to all the people that sewed financially into me that mm-hmm. volunteered. coming out knocking doors with me Mm -hmm. and so sometimes even just an honor for other people uh, has been a tether where Mm -hmm. my love for others and the sacrifices they have made has kept me tethered to the goal Mm -hmm. um in addition to just that my own hearts cry to see this nation return back to god because Mm -hmm. i want i really want to see our kids have something better than what what we've got Yeah. yeah and um that's been a tether of like those moments of going if you just if you don't push through um, you don't get to complain later when you don't like the results you have right so it's just been those things of like not that I ever want to complain but it's just those things of like you need to do everything you can yeah and that's not always enough to keep you wanting to go sometimes you're just you're just tired right like <laughs> like I need to sleep I'm just downright tired right now and some so I don't know if that helps but I mean that's some good. of it's been it's been You have to develop character within yourself there's not enough people today that sometimes just have those character traits that i'm not going to give up i'm not going to quit um and those are things that again even through the process yes with my kids like i I keep i've told them they're like i don't want to go door and i'm like i don't either so (laughs) but i'm going and like Mm -hmm. you're going to come with me today uh, Mm -hmm. because just want to show them character of like Mm -hmm. you don't have to want to do things all the time (laughs) Your feelings
1: don't always <laughs> align with what you should do. Oh my
0: goodness! There's no quicker way to get off track than to listen to your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and it's great while your feelings are all on the all high and you're yep. excited yep. and it's all good, but uh, mm-hmm. sometimes your feelings aren't there, yeah. and you've got to push in. Yeah. And yeah. that to me is where character gets developed, and that to me is past you know, the we're, feelings. Yeah, yep. past the feelings, past those moments, and that's where endurance. That's where that's where you really find endurance. So I can, yeah, you don't have endurance until you hit the point where you don't feel like going on anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, then you're in you're in endurance mm-hmm, at that point, mm-hmm. and you get to find out if you will endure. And I'm going to give you a half-formed thought, so you can we'll see what it comes out with. You can finish <laughs> it later, but <laughs> one of the things that when I started this process that God started kind of talking to me about was all the verses in the bible are talking about suffering with christ mm-hmm. like all all the verses you like to skip over mm-hmm. you know and ignore mm-hmm. uh when you read it you're like, yeah pick up your cross yes mm-hmm. that's great um you know you want to skip that kind of stuff but when you are in heaven or heaven has come to earth whichever happens first mm-hmm. there will be no more suffering there will be no more pain this is the only time you will have that sort of offering to give to the lord mm-hmm so, I mean, I had a moment, I was driving in my car before speaking at the church event mm-hmm. that we were hosting with, you know, it was none of my other state rep candidates came. It was all federal Congress mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. people who have done this job, most of them mm-hmm. for years and are fantastic speakers. So you have that moment you're like, I don't want to be on the stage with them. <laughs> yeah. They're pros. I'm new. Um, I remember driving my car, I mean, I was just feeling nervous, just mm-hmm. so nervous yeah. about it. And uh, just had that moment where I was like, this is the moment of sometimes suffering for Christ looks different in different situations. Mm-hmm. And so I just turned it around and I said, I was like, Lord, every moment of me feeling anxious or scared of this, I give to you as an offering. Mm-hmm. Like, let every moment of discomfort I have be an offering to you because I won't let it stop me. Yeah. As like in the harder Satan pushes in to make me feel scared, mm-hmm. I'm going to offer that back to you yeah. as my service to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Like, you'll never get that chance again. Like, yeah. once you pass on or Christ comes back, you won't get a chance to offer him that kind of a sacrifice because you won't experience it anymore. Mm-hmm. So, half formed thought. I don't have the full <laughs> theology around that, but I'll
3: develop it, <laughs> have a series, maybe write a book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's, good. Um, That's good. So, I do have to, I mean, we're talking about sacrifices. I'm talking about pain and, and suffering. So I have to share a story about um, volunteering with your campaign. I don't think you've heard this story yet. So this will be uh, sacrificial. This will be sacrificial. There's, there's blood involved. Oh, so no. I bled for your campaign, Cody. And I don't know if you uh, have heard this yet or not. I have not. This is awesome. So anyway, this is and after painful. after you've, uh, you've won. And I'm so excited. I'm happy to see, hey, Cody, Cody pulled it off uh he he won the victory but you know there's some cleanup that has to happen these campaign signs got to be
1: yeah, taken down
2: <laughs> well this is after jubilee this is you know recently this is less than a week ago actually this happened so um i hadn't been feeling that great all through uh jubilee and uh, and then even after i took some time and i mean you know i helped you film some campaign videos and i was like coughing the whole time and it was <laughs> awful and but um i The first day that I started feeling like mostly normal, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get outside. I'm going to do some work. I'm going to help Cody take down these campaign signs. I posted in the little Facebook volunteer group. Yeah, I'll get my truck and I'll go around and pick these things up. So I have a big vote for Cody Maynard sign in my front yard. I'm all excited. I go out there. And uh, I didn't get very far (laughs) because uh, as I was cutting through the zip ties, uh, I went I went to the right where the T-post is, and I'm going to blame it on being medicated. <laughs> um, I, get, I get my pocket knife, and instead of you know doing the proper safety technique of making sure that your body is clear from the path <laughs> oh. of the blade, I go to cut through oh. this zip tie, not anticipating how easily my very sharp knife is going to go through it. <laughs> And it goes straight through and right into the top of my leg.
1: No, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it goes
2: in about and maybe for the cameras, maybe about that deep. Oh gosh! And uh, <laughs> yeah, I've I've, s- I've shed blood for you.
1: <laughs> so
2: anyway, I really obviously this was a total that idiot monies. move on my part. Um, <laughs> I do not hold the the vote for Cody campaign liable in any way. <laughs> um, oh. But anyway, so the the rest of the story is cuts like that uh, for whatever reason i've kind of always been this way i get lightheaded and i see it and then all of a sudden you know my spirit tries to leave my body (laughs) and i'm like oh no i'm gonna pass out so anyway i run inside i'm like i'm looking at i'm trying not to look directly at it because i know it's bad i can feel the blood like (laughs) sticking to my my pants and it's like you know it's a pretty deep cut and so anyway i get inside uh, my girls are at school thank goodness but Audrey's at home and she's cleaning the other bathroom and she's got the water running in there so she can't hear me I'm like Audrey I need your help I'm you know I'm not panicking but I'm like help I need you I need your help and so I go into the other bathroom and I've got my leg in the tub uh, so I can take a look at what's going on <laughs> and there's a there's a pretty good chunk of meat missing from my leg. Oh, <laughs> and i'm like oh boy this isn't good and so i pay i uh audrey comes in there she's got a wet paper towel and she's you know, <laughs> like i'm like all right we'll I'm just get it to me it. i i stop the, you know i put it on the the wound to stop the bleeding i'm maybe exaggerating a little bit for a dramatic effect but um it doesn't hurt really at all well <laughs> cuz you have no, it's because no feeling you still have no feeling Messed up the nerve endings <laughs> yeah so anyway i'm i'm in there but then i start to feel like my heart rate starts to come down. The adrenaline spike is wearing off, and I'm getting dizzy. Like, mm. oh, boy, this ain't good. I'm going to pass out. And she's like, don't you pass out. I won't be able to carry you to the car. I'm like, is that a fat joke? <laughs> 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 anyway, so I'm like, I can feel myself. I'm like, I know when my body's reacting this yeah. way. It's like I, I got to get on the ground. I got to equalize yeah. everything. So I, I get out of the, the tub, and I, I just lay back on the floor, mm. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there watching the wall. And everything starts to sort of like fade oh, and is getting no, like no. Close and it closed and <laughs> closed in, and it's all because I looked at the stupid wound. If I hadn't done that. <laughs> have been fine. But anyway, it's everything's getting fuzzy, and then the sound starts to distort, and everything's like,
1: <laughs> no, like man. I can
2: literally feel my hearing it's fading away. away. And uh, Audrey uh, calls uh, Tom Mosley to the rescue. Tom and Jeremy both actually came. And uh, I didn't end up passing out. I was able to equalize everything and regain consciousness. Tom got me patched up. I'm fine. <laughs> but that is a pretty awesome story. That's awesome. Of, uh, <laughs> that, was, that
0: also oh. explains why that sign was only hanging by a few. Yeah. Eggs. Yeah. So I didn't I get very take far that down later. I was like, How did this thing survive? <laughs> like, it's barely hanging on. <laughs> I didn't I get very far. Story. My,
2: my <laughs> intent was to go and like take on, take down a bunch of them today or that day. And I uh, had to post I mean, in the volunteer group later. Uh, didn't so get didn't get I didn't get very far. far. I didn't even get a full sign down. So, you know what? I, wow. I judge myself by my intentions and in the <laughs> <laughs> My behavior, not so much. Not so, so what much. I've told my girls is they can tell everybody that their dad got stabbed. They just can't say just, who did it. Right. It takes away the, yeah,
1: the mystery. That's right.
2: So anyway, what does that have to do with endurance and pain? Uh, just don't stab yourself and you'll be funny
3: I have, I'm cur- in light of that without <laughs> implicating any of your constituents do you have a funny story of this campaign journey oh, man. and can you top
2: that one no,
0: too <laughs> well you know I've knocked a lot of doors and you get to meet people from all different backgrounds mm-hmm. um, definitely have knocked the door you know a guy comes to the door in a pink towel right mm-hmm. like I don't... They're okay not... Some people are just okay not being clothed when they talk to you. <laughs> he had a whole conversation with me. It was great. But was those moments you're like... This know, is like, really like, happening. This is really happening. Yeah. I've had a person answer the door in their underwear. Like, we're talking about briefs. You know, a guy just... Whitey did brief, tidies um, And had a conversation with me, you know. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> there are those moments where you're like, just look at their eyes. <laughs> just, you know, just hold that eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. um, were yeah, your, had a were few your those. kids
3: with you on either of those?
0: Um, nope, not luckily, not on either <laughs> one of those. I actually I did walk away. I'm like, I'm so glad my kids were not in <laughs> yeah, for I'm, that one. Like, I think I've got to learn more about dogs then about people you know you get to study oh, yeah. which dogs are actually going to try to kill you and which mm-hmm. ones aren't mm-hmm. um, you got to be aware of the small ones i'm telling you yep. the tiny dogs yep. they're the get dangerous it. ones
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: so. and you just start carrying like hot dogs with you and yeah. just yeah. like chop them up every time you'll get their vote i
0: didn't actually if do dogs that. could vote um but i definitely was knocking on the door and i guess these people had a they had one of those uh, perimeter fences that like at the little wire mm-hmm. in the ground right because mm-hmm. usually I walk up if there's a fence you look for a dog mm-hmm. so it's just the front yard of a house I go up there I'm on, knocking the door and I kind of hear this little clicking of nails behind you on the concrete so I turn around we've mm-hmm. got a you know a decent sized French bulldog behind me and I'm like okay you
1: know <laughs> I, I'm calm. inside the mm-hmm.
0: little doorway so it's like there's nowhere I can go from here so I'm like <laughs> sitting there I'm like we're having the stare down like okay you friendly (laughs) so it kind of gives me the look starts to walk off i'm like okay i'm good nobody answered the door i'm gonna go i'm gonna go back to my car i turn take two steps it gives me the look right (laughs) of like oh "Oh, now you're moving right (laughs) so i mean it starts growling at me and comes back and like i've got this moment i'm like okay like i'm gonna have to like wrestle this animal or something like i don't know what's gonna happen and hopefully
3: not lose a vote in the process.
0: yeah don't lose a vote i hope this isn't on a ring doorbell somewhere uh (laughs) And luckily, like this little tiny chihuahua comes up, right? I'm like, gosh, I've got a second dog, you know, because they got the little shot collar on yeah. I'm like, I just got to find it where their perimeter is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, run um, fast. But the little one, you know, it's barking. It comes running up to me, and it's friendly, right? So I start petting at the other dogs. like, I'm like oh, cool. Well, we're good. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it just walks off. I was like, oh, I am like, praise God. <laughs> I was like, at that moment, I'm like, I'm going to have to like, Stab a dog or something. Get like a pocket knife and fight a dog to the ground. Um, so yeah,
2: they're they're strangely effective. I uh, you know I know from personal experience. You know, I fought myself off really good. Uh, I didn't get any work done. <laughs>
0: but yeah, no, I didn't oh, have n- not too many of those. I mean, I had a few close calls, but overall,
1: it's good.
3: you're good.
0: Most most dogs won't won't try to actually kill you.
3: Yeah. Um, and how many? Uh, Did you have any anybody or how many people or any stories of someone outright antagonistic? Because I know there's when it comes to door knocking, I would say I mean because the the districts in Oklahoma are thirty two thousand people, roughly thirty two thousand people. So there's thirty two thousand people in the district, Um, and in you know or southern Oklahoma, Um, I'd say majority, so more than fifty percent will at. the, the worst they're going to get is they just, I just don't want to talk to you. So yeah. just please go away. I'm going to be rude, but just don't, I don't want to talk. And I know there's a percentage that it doesn't matter what elected official, whether they're already for your opponent or they just don't care about politics or they're just having a bad day. Right. They're just going to crap you out or they're going to blame you or they're going to tell you to get go away. So do you have any uh, tellable stories uh. <laughs> of antagonism? i have one i won't tell i do have one so my biggest
0: problem throughout most of this campaign is people have not believed my age okay (laughs) so for the record as of recording of this i am 36 years old i'm old enough to run for president Um, so i i knocked the door had a a older lady open the door and so i talked to her for like a minute and she's just like how old are you you know i'm like i'm 36 she said and she just looked at me she's like no you're not don't lie to me she she, she just turned around and slammed her door <laughs> in my face and i was like like i like Come i'm the right, oldest person in this race right now yeah, so
3: so um in the state of oklahoma uh, it's just 18 right to, to run for rep <laughs> i rip, feel like I representative think, was maybe was 20 or 21 21 22 please so. tell
1: me it's at least 21 <laughs>
3: I mean, now you put me on the spot. Okay, so well, that's okay. <laughs> You don't have to know that level of law because mm-hmm. you were that age. Um, I was just trying to think. Wow. Because even U.S. Congress, it's not that old. It's like twenty yeah. something mm-hmm. old. But um, those things, like people are like, they think I'm in my early
0: twenties, and they're like, you're too young, and I'm like, I'm thirty six. People like mm-hmm. just because I can't grow a beard like Josh. <laughs> yeah. To show I, mean, I was gonna say, I, dude, I that
2: know. that that'd help you out. Yeah. I, you Maybe know. when I trim this one, I'll give you the. I give you Thank the leaving. You, so I shouldn't have just strapped
0: that thing on. to, <laughs> to help go. me.
2: So it's you, what, it's what somebody told Abraham Lincoln. Right, he needed to grow whiskers. Right, yeah. and I, I don't, mm, I don't have the. Propensity and then he got a beard.
3: stellar, like very iconic beard. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't foresee that in my future. <laughs> uh, it's not your vision. It's not my vision.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it. Nothing happens.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so i would i would say one of the things that i started reflecting uh the night after the the runoff watch party where the victory was an actual victory right the first victory was like yay you get to run again you get to run (laughs) some (laughs) more um but the actual victory i started thinking uh that like you know you're you're saying yes to the lord your obedience there's this immediate effect okay so the the immediate tangible results that you said yes to was to run for this so you've crossed right. that finish line so now you got a two-year cycle um, and I mean you, a lot of times in state reps unless they're highly contested once you got an incumbent the challengers it's not necessarily doesn't happen it's just less likely so I mean there's no easy road ahead of you but you you know you you there. And I just started thinking, you know, this is interesting that, you know, because our sons are in the same class, friends, and are going to be together forever. So, um, like, he's, my son and your son are going to grow up different than I or you would have. Right? Like, I had friends that were, like, in the business world. But outside of business, there's nothing. Like, I didn't have uh, friends whose parents were educators, uh, like, like superintendent level educators. So it's like, all I know was like ministry and business. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you know, your son, your children and your daughter, cause we also yep. have girls in, in the same class, uh, are gonna, and your third is in our other yes. daughters. <laughs> I was thinking the boys, girls, oh, then it's boy girl. But, yep. um, so like all, of, all of your kids are going to be with my kids all growing up. And one of them is in, uh, Josh's mm-hmm. daughter's yep. class as well. Yep. Um, like this will not be weird to them yeah. um, because, I mean, your kids might remember this process of the, the you know, that was so dreadful of right. their dad <laughs> running for office. But um, but th- they will remember that my my dad was, you know, uh, a legislator. Right. And now, like my kids friends are is is like in a political family. A legislative family, yeah. they will they will have a certain kind of thinking and experience that I didn't have, uh, that none of our peer groups had, and I thought, man, the the like the implications of, of your obedience now affects our children in a, in in a manifold way. Not only what you do in the legislature to have impact, but just the way they think will be a completely different experience than the way any of my peer group. grew up and and what kind of like the level of what they think is possible will now be expanded yeah that um it's it would not be because i'm thinking when we were growing up it was weird to think about being in politics oh yeah Uh, and i mean i thought i was going to be in politics but like i didn't have any firsthand experience Mm -hmm. now our children all of our children is going to have firsthand experience like all of our our peer group this community has experience not just voting for a legislator right. but actually participating in a campaign, knowing the person personally mm-hmm. that's in the legislature. Like that's a completely different experience. And uh, what kind of big picture thinking will they have the capacity to dream right. that was that we're in our thirties dreaming about this yeah. and thinking about this and, you know, whew, yeah, you won an election, but like how that actually shifts the way a whole generation, a, a, a community mm-hmm. in one generation is going to think. I, I mean, I didn't have a question attached to that, but like, that's just what I started <laughs> reflecting on. Yeah. It's like, you know, Israel is friend. Aslan is like the son of a legislature in the same way, you know, people's Israel's friends are going right. to say, your dad's in a pastor. Uh, and so it's like that, that isn't going to be weird to them. Right. It might be weird for the next you know year, maybe, but after, <laughs> it right. it won't be weird anymore. It's just that oh yeah, yeah, my dad's at the capital, you know. Like I just thought that was really I won't just say interesting. Like that's kind of cool how how, you know, your decision to say yes yeah. now has so many kinds of ripple effects that isn't just the direct impact you'll have in the legislature, there's an indirect impact that I believe is positive that I think God's doing on a much grander scale. Yeah.
0: Well, those are those things of what I I hope is that we're broadening just the impact of the church. Not, mm-hmm. not necessarily Victory Life Church, but the church. Mm-hmm. That, you know, verse that always comes back to me, I know we use it for Christmas, but Isaiah <laughs> chapter 9, verses 1 to mm-hmm. us a child is born, a son is given. Mm-hmm. But right after that, it says, and the government, the government. will be on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And of the increase of his government and kingdom, there will be no end. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, those things I want to instill in my kids and in our, our church and the church is that, Proper government can only be had when you are connected to the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. That is the only place that real government can be found. Um, our founding fathers knew that. They mm-hmm. said that they said similar things. You can t- find tons of quotes um, that you know d- our government was made for a moral people, mm-hmm. and it's not made to govern an immoral people. But mm-hmm. those are those things that I've, I've had to meditate on um, my own views of politics and try to bring that back in subjection to God and mm-hmm. go yes there's a counterfeit for everything Satan can hijack anything mm-hmm. but what's it supposed to look like yeah. in submission to the Lord yeah. and I want to see hopefully my kids and our kids and the church start to view that area back in subjection to God mm-hmm. and yeah. um, to open up those, those doors and so I, I'm going to call Danny Mackey out for just a second so <laughs> when I was right at the beginning of all this my, my wife got to go have dinner with her late at like IHOP it was real late <laughs> um, you know I like the kind of late where I wake up to my wife coming home I'm like how'd it go <laughs> <laughs> um, and we were just talking through they were talking through just kind of me feeling called to this and um, Danny said one thing that was it was actually very critical to me in the moment mm-hmm. so uh, it was just that you know we were feeling called to do this. And Danny said, I I don't believe it's just a test or a call for Cody. It's a test or call for the church. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was one of those things I was like, I can get behind that. Mm -hmm. Like, like I can be the tip of the spear, but I need the rest of the group behind me. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
3: Better be more
2: spear behind. (laughs) That's That's right. right. This tip's going to break off. That's right. I know what that feels like. Um, (laughs) 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 Tip Uh, didn't break though. I felt like it it broke me. So.
0: Those are those Mm -hmm. moments though, where you're just knowing that there's a call on the church. Yeah, like there might be individual calls, Mm -hmm. but not to ever lose sight of the collective of what God's trying to do in the big picture. Yeah, and so that's you know just talking about even the impact on kids and families of Mm -hmm. I actually I I, that's great. I hope it impacts all Mm -hmm. of them. I hope all of them think of things that they wouldn't have thought possible before. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. I just twice I've gotten to go be the uh chaplain for the state senate and uh as a teenager twice i was a page in uh the house and the senate or the house um and uh it always just felt so foreign still even the last time which was just earlier this year still feels so foreign uh i can un just not like a territory that's that's no. just unfamiliar, mm-hmm. right? And it's like not anymore. Yep, it's going to be familiar territory for for uh, you know all the people you're connected with, and even more specifically, our kids. Our mm-hmm. kids aren't going to feel like that's a foreigner in a foreign land when you're up in the capital. I mean, it's intended to intimidate you. That's what the whole right. design of the legislature is for: is to intimidate you. Yep. It's to it's to be a, sh- a sign of power. And so there's a sense where you can feel powerless and and in the spirit, I can tell you it's heavy, it's heavy uh, there. But like, I was just thinking, no, it's not unfamiliar anymore. It's like, oh yeah, well, like any one of our, of our children could be like, oh, well we know someone. So like you could run that. I think, I think you could run for (laughs) state Senate or state representative. I think you could run for Congress Mm because we also have someone else in our church running for Congress. And it's just, I don't know, it's just an interesting time. So absolutely. You know, I think
0: when it comes to just being legislator or running for office, um, one of the things that, I don't know, it's just those things that kind of, I think God wakes you up to, like when you're up there, because you can feel there's a lot of spiritual activity going on up oh, there. Yeah. If you're sensitive at all to oh, the yeah. spirit, there's a ton of good and bad going on mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, and just, you know, had those moments when I was up there, it's one of those things that I also operate in the spirit of discernment Mm -hmm. frequently. And so one of those things I could just feel was the Lord was like, just remember you're not important. Mm -hmm. Just remember Mm -hmm. you only hold delegated authority Mm -hmm. and their own – they like all the people up there. They're only interested in you as long as you hold the delegated authority. Mm-hmm. It's not actually you they're interested in, mm-hmm. and so it's always just me remembering. Like you can almost hear or feel the spirits back there that they they, they need power. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. after that, mm-hmm. um, and just to kind of always remember, I'm there to serve, mm-hmm. and that people can't flatter you if you remember who you are. Yeah, so you're just I'm just a delegated representative, mm-hmm. like, and not to get it in your head because that's what they want you to think. Mm-hmm. Everybody up there wants you to think how important you are. Mm-hmm. You like you're the, once you're a state rep, oh, or a senator, you know, <laughs> governor, whatever you are, mm-hmm. doesn't matter, right. any mm-hmm. position you get into, mm-hmm. everyone wants to make you feel important. Um, and that's where I feel like the Lord just kept reminding yourself of don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. Mm-hmm. Remember who you are. Mm-hmm. And as long as you can do that, and that's what I, I mean, I hope there's other people out there that feel the call to go run for office. <laughs> and if you do, just remember. Don't think more highly of yourself than you ought, that you're a servant and that's what you're there to do.
2: Well, um, anything else we want to uh, interrogate this? this legislator about the good news. This isn't like a random interview.
3: He's actually our friend. So that's right. That's true. We're going to be at enough. No gotcha journalism here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he'll, he'll, if his busy schedule will allow it, we'll, we we can always have him back. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Cody, we just want to say thank you
2: for taking the time come in and to come in and share your story. Uh, I was encouraged by it and I'm sure many of our listeners, uh, will be spurred, uh, into action. Um, to, to to learn from your story and what, what you experienced so um, that brings us to the end of this awesome special episode uh, we just want to say thank you for listening uh, if you want to take uh, some time and like, comment, share we would greatly appreciate that and don't forget if you would like to uh, just help support this uh, podcast you'll find a link in the description where you can do that um, thank you very much and thank you all for joining us that's it